We trying to behave ourselves on the story? Well, y'all know what we thinking right now. <laughs> I'm ready for the night. I got a little extra energy. I don't know what might come out of my mouth tonight. As you can hear, tell them go sit their bad asses down so we're grown folks in here talking. <laughs> T-G-I-M. What's up, everybody? It's your girl, Claudia Jordan. And we are back with a brand new episode of TGIF. Of course, we're here to spill the tea and break down some of the biggest headlines in the news and on social media. So sit back, relax, get you a little something to sip on so you can better digest this hot tea. Please welcome Al Reynolds. What's up, Al? What's going on, Claudia? You do, you still uh, you still in the Dominican Republic? <laughs> still in the DR, baby. Man, I got some comments. They were like, don't be saying that stuff about the HIV rate in the Dominican Republic. I'm like, I'm just looking out for my friend. It ain't like, come on, we just looking out. No, you got somebody in your room right now? Okay. All right. All right. Okay. You know, the cleaning lady, the cleaning lady always uh, comes this time to turn down. So I have to tell her to go away. Okay, but what, what were you saying? <laughs> Never mind. <laughs> cleaning lady. Okay. All right, Al. Be careful out there. And, um, Sitting in for Funky Don Ava, who's out tonight, is the beautiful, the fantastic, the 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 chart-topping T.S. Madison. What's up, girl? How you doing? What's going on, Claudia Jordan? What's the tea, girl? I miss you, babe. I miss, I'll be in Atlanta on the 15th. We're going to hang out, okay? If you're, yes. Well, if you're not booked or on tour, because you're just doing it real big right now. Um, I might be slightly booked, you know. I'm, I'm trying to find out about that cleaning lady that uh, Al is talking about over there in the DR. Right. <laughs> Do you believe it's a cleaning lady? Tia? Yeah, you know, it's always a cleanup woman. That's what she is, right. baby. <laughs> <laughs> so what's everybody sipping on? We drinking tonight or not? Well, we still we we still off that, Al? What are we doing? No, I got a little Brigal and Coca-Cola here. What is it with Brigal and Coca-Cola? Mm-hmm. Oh, so like that's whiskey. So you doing brown liquor tonight? Doing brown. Oh yes, it's definitely the cleanup lady in that room. <laughs> what you sipping on, Madison? What you sipping on? A little Jose Cuevo, you know, nothing okay. major. I got some cheap ass um, Moscato, the little individual bottles that are like seven dollars, the Sutter Home ones. Like, yeah, um, that's what we're doing over here. Hey, this fast. Um, you know, I was gonna continue it because I'm going to Aruba on Monday. That I wanted to be snatched, and I actually lost. Like, I'm I'm down. I'm like. The lightest I've been in a while, but because Madison's gonna be here tonight, I decided to break my fast with one little. It's just one little bottle. It's just one little. It's just one little little small bottle. So I'm gonna break it tonight because Madison's here. Okay. Because we gonna get into some things, honey. Speaking of getting into some things, I get into this chat. They are lighting up the chat with a gang of lipstick, so they are here for you tonight. So we about to have some fun, you ready? Yes. All right, Maddie Mob. Y'all know what we do, baby. You know, I'm I, I'm not no Funky Doniva. Let me make this statement up front. I'm a red cup tra- drinking kind of girl. You know, Funky Doniva is classy, based. You know, I'm trashy based, baby. So oh, I don't know about that. I think you're pretty classy. <laughs> so before we get started, we have to uh, congratulate you for your feature in Beyonce's song Cozy from her album Renaissance. How did that collab come about? I know the story. They reach out and you got oh, yeah. a figure and zero, zero, zero. Uh huh. I did. I got to figure some zeros, you know, and some figures <laughs> and stuff like that. Whatever, you know. Uh, this re- the Renaissance album was dedicated um, uh, to her fans, especially her LGBTQIA fans, you know. And the song "Cozy" uh, is most definitely a love letter to women of all all colors, especially uh, you know trans women. And then you know, my voice on there most definitely solidifies it, girl. It's you know, uh, being black and 
being cozy and comfortable in your skin. And it just was a, a strong statement piece. And I'm glad that Yonsei all on his mouth like liquor laid my <laughs> voice on top of that. Thank you, Yonsei. Well, we are super proud of you. Like I, I, I'm always on your page, like, proud, proud, happy. Yeah. Like we, you are doing your thing. Yeah. Woo. Right. Turned out with T.S. Madison, honey. They keep asking me about the child. Y'all got to talk to the producer. This the producer right here. Um, I'm pushing for you to come back top of the year. That's what I would like to happen. If we can get you, I mean, <laughs> if we can get you. We'll talk about that. Online. We're going to go ahead and speak that into existence. Now, T.S. Madison, you and Honey Dijon, who is one of the producers of Cozy, made history as the first Black trans women to land on the top 40 on the Billboard Hot 100. How did that feel, breaking down all these barriers and glass ceilings and just shattering them? Well, it feels good because, you know, one, uh, I enjoy the recognition. And then two, you know, it just lets people know in the music industry that we uh, trans women are here. And, you know, they just got to get used to it. You know, we, we, we chart toppers too. Let's do it. And I plus, that, it. Means, that means the check going to be bigger, honey, is the more it, you know, <laughs> spend. So I'm definitely happy about that. Well, in this moment of positivity, you know, I don't ever miss a moment to be petty. And, you know, you weren't even in the music industry. So I wonder how Kai is feeling about all this. Has she reached out to congratulate you about this? Well, you saw she said such nasty things about Beyonce's album, honey. But, you know, this is coming from somebody who needs Dome's back pains right now at this age. She and girl, you know, and some uh, uh, ligaments and ointments, honey. Bless her heart. May she be blessed, honey. We bless. We send blessings to her and her family and everybody else. And we hope that that record that she has spins in perpetuity to uh, the publishing company so that this Christmas she can get uh, a new set of nice veneers for uh, the holidays. Ooh, some veneers and a new band. Okay, let's get into these hot topics. Stacey Dash, have you, <laughs> we love the intro. Let's see. <laughs> love you. Stacey well, Dash. I, I, well, we gotta make sure that it comes from the publishing company that owns the rights to that one song, but let's go. <laughs> you think that, okay. Stacey Dash had people on social media confused after she shared an emotional video saying she just found out that DMX passed away last year. Take a look. I didn't know DMX died. Breaks heart. He lost that demon of addiction. Stacey wrote, I was strolling through TikTok and found a DMX song that has saved me many times. Suddenly it says RIP. I know I'm late. I did not know he passed away. He OD'd. I'm so heartbroken. He was such a great guy. What are your thoughts on Stacey's video in her comment? Al, let's start with you. What do you think about it? <laughs> Stacey, Stacey Dash. Now, I know you watch TGIF, and I'm going to need you to text me. My number has definitely not changed. It's still the same number, because whatever you own, young lady, I think I want to try it. That He died almost a year and a half ago to this day, right? Like April 9th. So almost a year and a half ago he passed. I don't know what she's on, but I think I want her to let me try some of it because this is crazy to me. Mm, that's an interesting take, but you know what? She's supposedly off it now five years in a day. Um, yes, what you think about this? First of all, I was trying to figure out who in the F-U-K was that white woman sitting up there, <laughs> honey, talking about DMX done died. Well, Y'all was more gagging over the fact that, you know, she was crying over DMX passing. I'm like, where in the hell did they dig up 
Latoya Jackson from, you know, hands all light, face all light. I'm like, girl, what's going on? We know you clueless. So I don't hold her accountable for anything that she says, you know, in retrospect going on in popular culture. I just wanted to know who was that white woman sitting up there <laughs> crying. You know, the next? I feel bad because I try to come to her defense. Sometimes I always be like, well, maybe it's this. And I said, maybe she meant she knew he died, but didn't know he died of a cocaine overdose. So I took to my Twitter and said that. And then people quickly reminded me out on College Hill, she had no knowledge of anything pertaining to the Black culture. You know what's funny? People were posting throwback pictures of her. She had a nice, beautiful brown color skin. Uh-huh. And she was that girl. Remember how everybody went crazy for her? She was in a Carl Thomas video and she was... We thought she was one of us. What happened? Stacey, you don't marry two white men from one night stands and you don't lost all your melanin and you don't know who DMX is. She knew who DMX was, honey. She just didn't know what skin tone she was. And who in the hell attached that vi- attached that music to the video like that? Who attached that? Did she do that? Or was that something that the blogs did or she did it? Well, if it's a gospel or soul, you know she didn't do it. <laughs> but the gag is did you get into the hashtags it was hashtag stacy dash like what was this um, really about you or was this about dmx you know i i felt like she was acting al did you feel like it was sincere did you feel like it was acting because no, i mean I, I i actually when i first watched it i thought she was doing like an acting clip or something maybe she was practicing for a new role that she may be getting sooner or later and then, you know, the other part of this is she said that she listened to his music to get through some hard times. Can someone please tell me a song that DMX wrote that helps you get through some hard times? Because I can't think of one. I didn't know she was on cocaine for five years. Honey, mm-hmm. I know the song she was thinking about. What these bitches want from me? Huh. <laughs> X going to give it to you. <laughs> well listen before we go to the next topic let's just pray to white and black jesus because we know she some kin to one of them i don't know you know to get her soul together over there to get this you know so she can come out of that grief and mourn stacy dash where are your black friends okay moving on people on social media were also confused this week after someone mistook laverne cox for beyonce at the u.s open and it happened again when a couple of u.s open announcers wrongly identified Dion warwick as Gladys Knight during Serena Williams' match. Now, after the clip went viral, Dion Warwick posted this tweet, Hi, I'm Gladys Knight, and instead of taking that midnight train to Georgia, I won't walk on by, but will say a little prayer for you. What are your thoughts on the mix-up and Dion's tweet? Let's start with you on this one, Madison, because, you know, you 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 Beyonce's girl, so what do you think uh, about uh, this? Uh, well, one, you know, they got to stop thinking that all Black people look alike because uh, Laverne Cox is Laverne Cox and Beyonce is Beyonce, you know. And, um, you know, that's just what that is. So I'm not going to get into that. But what I will say is um, I was sitting there looking. I was like, you know what? It's a possibility they could have mistaken Gladys for Dion once again because you know they always like to mistake all black folks for being the same but maybe it was the camera cigarettes that they thought about like you know because you know Dion sitting up there giving you very much a camel's you know she loves her camel <laughs> cigarettes so mm-hmm. she's giving you that camel look and you know it was very demure of a smoker honey you know Gladys is very a demure girl I don't know I don't know neither one of the two look alike but you know that's the white folks for you child they gonna think that all black folks look the same Mm-hmm. Al, what you think about this? Is this crazy? Well, I hate to. T.S. The the announcer was actually a black female. 
Her name is Chandra Rubin. Now, Chandra Rubin is a black woman. She was a former tennis player. Um, she made the Australian finals, open finals in, in 96. She actually has played against Serena and won a couple of times. And she also did uh, quarterfinals in the French Open three times. So the, the individual that actually made the mistake was a black woman along with Mary Carrillo. Now she did explain that um, at the time she was looking at Gladys because Gladys was there at the match. She was looking at Gladys when the uh, boardroom put up Dion. So when her friend that was co-hosting with her messed it up, she just thought that they had put up Gladys when in fact they had put up Dion. So a black woman made this. Made, made this. <laughs> yes. But in now, in now's defense, I mean, what kind of a black? What, I mean, Stacey Dash is a black woman. You know, we we don't all everybody don't be on board. They sometimes they don't be known. I don't know. Well, you know, she said that she was looking at Gladys, and she thought that they were going to put Gladys's picture up, but instead of Gladys, they put up Dion Ward. Now, that's just her defense. That's what she. That's what she has said and tweeted. So I'm just sharing I'm gonna, what was I'm told. Gonna, I'm gonna say this: anyone who's done live television, if you wear an earpiece and they'll be in your ear, like once you make the mistake, they're like, "Oh no, 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 no!" They're supposed to save her and help her out, like there were a lifeline. Right. Like, hey, no, 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 that's. Someone should have caught it. You know what I mean? Right, right. Oh, well, you know what? Things happen in live TV. And you know what? It was funny. And it gave us something to talk about on this show. Okay, y'all. Speaking of something to talk about on this show, Tyrese. Afternoon, y'all. He appeared in court over his divorce from Samantha Lee Gibson. When things went left between him and the judge, Samantha's lawyer pointed out that Tyrese made more than $2 million in 2018, a year when he claimed to have been in financial ruin. Tyrese said, I don't do the CFO thing. Here's a question to you, smart person. Well, Tyrese did not get a chance to finish because the judge cut him off and said, you don't ask questions. That's not how this works. The judge also threatened to hold Tyrese in contempt if he tried any more funny business. Al, what do you think about what went down between Tyrese and that judge? How do you think <laughs> Look, that judge was not having it. I watched that video. And you know what? I get it because, you know, Tyrese is always always saying something or doing something a little bit awkward, right? Like this is a guy that makes $10 million a movie. And even in his financial ruin, which he said he only made $2 million, he makes over $150,000 a month. Run that woman her money for that child she created for and with you. I mean, $10,000 is nothing when you make $150,000 a month. Do the right thing, Tyrese, and please, please, please stop crying and get rid of these antics. Mm, Tyrese, he, he's a gift that keeps on giving. Maddie, what do you think about this? Honey, all I got to say is, what more do you want from me? <laughs> Honey, he already made that statement, child. Like Al said, run it. You make $150K a month. You know, 10K for your baby ain't nothing. So just run it. Well, first he tried it and wanted to just give her like a 2017 old Escalade or some. Oh, Land, Ro Land Rover. Land Rover, Range Rover, something. <laughs> and he didn't want to give anything. She wanted 20,000 a month. She wanted spousal support. And they ended up giving her 10,000 a month. Uh, so damn, I'll be damned if I had a baby with you. You talking about giving me some keys to an old ass. Well, it ain't that old, but you give me a key, <laughs> keys to a truck. I'm not taking keys to a truck and lose payment. <laughs> What is he thinking? Like, who? How is how is the child gonna get taken care of? 
Isn't he supposed to provide the same type of household so the kid will not know that there's a difference depending on where he goes, where he stays, where the child stays? And anybody that lived in L.A. and been to a Tyrese party know he got a Benihana in his backyard. He's doing quite well. Um, I think Tyrese needs to not get married right. for a while because he's been kind of, you know, having these issues. It's like his second, I think his second divorce, right, Al? I think it's his second. Yeah, I'm a, well, this is, yeah, second baby mama. In a, in a very short amount of time. And it doesn't seem to end well for him. I know he's, he's probably a hopeless romantic, but it's just not working out. All right, Tyrese. How, how, what did he do again, um, uh, Madison? What was it? What, was he what more do you want from me? <laughs> All right. We're going to take a quick commercial break and try to figure that out. We'll be back with more TGIF with T.S. Madison sitting in for Funky Duneva when we return. Welcome back to TGIF. Funky Duneva is out running the streets tonight. So T.S. <laughs> is filling in his shoes. All right. Let's get into this story. A lot of people sent me DMs about this. And oh, this story is nuts. A woman and her brother have accused Tiffany Haddish and Aerie Spears in a new lawsuit of grooming them while they were children and for allegedly coercing them into filming sexually explicit skits and separate incidents. The lawsuit was filed in Los Angeles Superior Court on Tuesday by the siblings, only identified as 22-year-old Jane Doe and 14-year-old John Doe. Jane, uh, who is John's legal guardian, is a plaintiff in the lawsuit both individually and on behalf of her young brother's behalf. Now, the lawsuit alleges that Tiffany and, uh, and, and Aries stole the youth of a seven-year-old child and a 14-year-old child. Have y'all seen the tape? And what are your thoughts on these allegations? Al, let's start with you. What, what do you think about this? Um, yes, I think I've seen, I've seen a couple of the skits. It's, this is disturbing. Um, and I'm speechless, but I'm going to go out on a limb here on this one. And I'm going to say that I don't believe it. Um, I am I am going to have to see what this due process is, because this is just alarming. First of all, they shouldn't even be making skits about pedophilia. That's number one. I didn't find any of the skits funny, but there's one thing in making a skit. And there's another thing to sexually abuse someone and be accused of abuse. So I, I I'm not here for it. And I, I hope that I'm right about this. I don't believe it. So you 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 seen the video with they how they were doing the pedophile kind of yes thing. I did I did see a couple of the skits yes I did and so it was you, it you was that, you don't believe that they've been they were molested that that was maybe yes. on the yeah. cake okay all right got it now uh, it was very tasteless the videos were very tasteless they were not funny but I think there's a difference between making tasteless content and sexually abusing somebody facts okay Madison what do you think uh. Hmm, I'm a little bit torn on this one, but uh, because yes, like Al said, it was very, very tasteless, very tasteless. And like, what in the world would make Tiffany Haddish get involved in something like this? How old was how old were these videos? Seven. The kids are seven and fourteen at the time. So, so it looks like it was probably about twenty years ago. I'm I'm wrong. Maybe production can help us with that because she she looked very young in the videos. Who, who Tiffany had it? Tiffany, uh-huh. Yeah, so so they had to be, you said 20 years? Ooh, yeah, you it said. looked like it. It looked like she was probably in her 20s. 20, around 2013. Oh, okay. okay. So, so I'm not that far, 10 years ago. 10 years ago. All right, all right. So here's my thing with that, right? First of all, this is that uh, karma back from... Um, Aries. From, from Aries, from Lizzo. That's what, that's that fat, fat chick voodoo that done fell over on him. <laughs> See, the thing about it is, 
he was over there fooling around, wearing um Lizzo out for no reason. And then all of a sudden, boom, this pops up, right? Because there is no way in your right mind you're going to make a skit, whether it's in 2013 or 2023, playing around with no kids. Like, I don't care what it is. You don't have no kids in the bathroom. You sitting in shorts. You rubbing on a kid like you know better and tiffany you know better than this know better i don't care if it was the twitter you know better than this like it was tasteless it was foolishness but you just got hit with karma with some lizzo karma and you ain't really had nothing to do with that 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 stuff came all the way around the corner from 10 years ago and bit him in his in his ass it's funny because no one even knew about this video really mainstream until he started making these comments about Lizzo. People started digging. And then now Tiffany Haddish has become collateral damage. Now, the part of the video I saw, the little boy, I guess, seven years old at the time, laying on the floor in like little little small briefs. And they were zooming. And now this isn't Tiffany or, or Aries. And this is those funnier die skits, which they are very edgy. They were doing some, a play on through the mind of a pedophile, a pedophile. And they were zooming in on his butt, on the little boy's butt. And then they had him like, like simulating almost giving a hand job to like this, uh. a toy. And I was like, when y'all were filming this, I get comedy used to be more edgy. I get all of that. But when y'all were filming it, nobody felt like, yo, this is too far. This is weird. Uh-uh, this ain't cool. We zooming in on a little seven-year-old's butt like this. And just, yeah. it was very disturbing. Extreme. That was I don't know if they got molested, but the video was enough. I, the video was mm-hmm. awful. Awful. None of it was funny. None of it. Well, funny or die. How about just die? Because that was not cute. Well, you see what funny or die said. They said they ain't had nothing to do with their SHIT. None of it. Really? It, it was, so it wasn't one of their videos? Well, they said they, they it wasn't, was they one of their videos. It was a production. They didn't have anything to do with the production or any of that. They didn't have anything to do with You see, they trying to clear their name, mm-hmm. but that's what he get. So you that's film them and get. submit. So they, I guess people film them and maybe submit them and then. Man, I don't know. That video was, I felt so bad for that little boy. Like, it looked like he wasn't in on the joke. You and did I mean? you see his, did you see his blubber body fall over in that tub with that little boy? <laughs> yeah. I was like, you nasty, sloppy, Aries, man. And I remember Aries used to have a hot career. He was on Mad TV. He was in all the comedy clubs. And this is an extremely bad fall from Grace. All right. We will definitely keep y'all posted on any updates to the story if anything else develops. Now, in a series of now-deleted Instagram posts, yay, Kanye posted screen grab from an Instagram from an Instagram ad featuring Victoria Villa Roll, Kylie Jenner's former assistant, and wrote, don't let Chris make you do Playboy like she made Kylie and Kim do. He continued, Hollywood is a giant brothel. Pornography destroyed my family. I deal with addiction. Instagram promotes it. Not gonna let it happen to Northy and Chicago. Um... Tiz Madison, what do you think about this? First of all, um, Kanye know what kind of ex uh, mother in law he had. He knows that that his that Chris is a pimp, is a pimp, and she already done handled Kim and Kylie or whatever the folks' name is. I don't pay them white women no attention, but he she done already handled them, okay? And he don't want his kids to be wrapped and trapped up into that. Now we've been sitting over here saying Kanye crazy for the longest, but I don't think Kanye is really crazy. I think that Kanye is bipolar. There's a difference with being be, between being crazy and being bipolar. You, you can take your medication for that. But the thing about it is, 
Kanye, you've been in on this for the longest. When, when mm-hmm. it was good, it was good. You built them folks up over there. You built all of them up. You the one got that woman dressing. You the one got her to be in the sex symbol uh, 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 and the, the standard of what it is to be, you know, air quotes, beautiful and gorgeous. You you did that, okay? Now she done fell out with you. You done fell up from under them voodoo candles that Chris had, had y'all hoes under for that long period of time. You done, you, the, the voodoo candles done wore off because they using them on the rest of them folks that they, they fooling around with. And now you want us to be over here mad and upset. You want us to rally, you know, rally with you. You know, this the problem that I got with folks. You build your, you build these people up and you disregard your folks over here. And then when they turn on you and do what they solidly gonna do, now you want, you want your peoples to be rallying behind you. I feel you. Al, what do you think about this? Um, I think Kanye needs to stop crying. I'm sick of him crying. He knew she had sex tapes out. She did the Playboy spread um, and the porn all before he got with her. You made a whole rap song with Future about you won and she's the trophy girl. Now that they don't want you, now that they have put you out of that inner circle, now you want to talk trash about your kid's mother. You should not be doing that. Those are your kid's mother. You have four kids with her and you need to put some respect on her name. Don't try to throw dirt on her nor that family now that they put you out the circle because before you were praising them. You were making songs about it. You were bragging. You were very, very happy to have that trophy on your arm. And now that she left and went, well, she's not with Pete the Meat anymore. Now you're going to try to talk trash about the family? That's not cool. Be a man about your stuff. Move on. She's she's moved on. You move on and respect the mother of your kids. So they're saying that they may be possibly getting back together, that that Pete was supposedly spotted at a, a cheesecake factory at the Grove with Pete. I'm sorry, the kids were with Pete. And that's what prompted Kanye to kind of go on this tangent and go off on Kim, that they may be reconciling. Or and some people saying the split was fake, that they did it to throw Kanye off. I don't know. I'm going to say this. I'm not going to make it just about Kanye because people are like, hey, you, you team Kim Kardashian, you going for Kanye. No, right is right and wrong is wrong. I'm going to say this about all reality stars that want to use civil rights in Black Lives Matter and in the cause to justify their own stuff that they were part of when things go left. Now it's an issue. Now it's about your Black kids and she's half white. You had none of this energy when you was begging this woman to marry you, when you was chasing her down, when you was cheating with Amber Rose trying to get at her. You had none of this energy, but now it's about Black and white. I just don't like how people just kind of hopscotch in and out of Black and whiteness for, you know, to get us outraged. And you know, it's a wave right now the whole George Floyd thing and how everybody's, you got white people protesting and all that. Don't ride the wave and try to get us mad at them on some black, white stuff when you was complicit. You pushed her to be more sexy. You used naked pictures of her to promote. You was all about that, Kanye. Now it's hard. And and then at the end of the day, there is a father that does, I, I do believe he deeply cares about his kids. I do believe he's concerned about his kids, but like, Ah, I, we just don't know what Kanye's mm-hmm. getting on, on, on what days. So I don't know. Well, well, I do personally feel like that one of the kids, he ain't got, he ain't gonna have to worry about no sex tape uh, anyway, because I think one of the kids gonna end up being a stud, but that's just my. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not know this. <laughs> Isn't that the main one he's talking about? In this? Hell, the grandmother, the grandmother may get old nasty tape off that. You can't tell. You, you never can. And now she's sitting over there acting like she's so sickly 
talking about she's 67 years old and or what however old the hell she is talking about she old and she can't uh uh she can't keep taking all this kind of stuff girl sat down you ain't seen some wicks of wisdom candles she was out there promoting on youtube i've been told y'all that was she was a grand hot witch that bitch been a witch from day one. I told y'all this when I was sitting on my own show that she been lighting them damn candles up and, 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 and putting the men's names up under them damn candles and, and putting spells on them. Didn't she own a church? I don't know, but I need Kanye to just take us out of the group chat. Why We don't need to know all this. Like, why are you putting her message on blast? Like, please stop, Kanye. You are too great of an artist and a mind. You're a very great artistic mind to be going out like this. All right, y'all. Oh, sorry, we have one more thing about the family. Uh, Ye shared another screen grab, presumably from Kim, with a message that read from, from Chris Jenner that reads, please tell him to stop mentioning my name. I'm 67 years old. No, she's 67. Yeah, what she said. And I don't always feel great, and it stresses me out. So he replied, yeah, I don't have uh, say-so over my Black children and where they go to school. He warned, they will not do Playboy and sex tapes. And you can tell your Clinton friends to come get at me. He's going in. And then, of course, he deleted all of that. Girl. Yeah, I'm sick of him too. I'm sick of the all of. I'm sick of everybody. Are y'all sick of everybody? If you sick of everybody, put like a throw up. <laughs> Claudia took a brain pills today, y'all. <laughs> I did. I told you, my hair's cute. I'm all- <laughs> You know what? She's she may be sitting up there talking about she's sixty seven years old, but she's the culprit in all of this. That Chris. Uh-huh. I respect her a little bit, and then I don't, cause she was the culprit and all that. She the one got uh, Ray J vilified out here. We all think Ray J is the villain when she was the one made him lay over there, open her legs up, let Ray J bungee jump off the deck, off of the back of that damn pool uh, uh, deck into in between this woman's leg, screaming and hollering, ran that tape down there to the peoples and act like that Ray J was the one that spilled the spilled the beans. On that so, note. Uh, they about to jump up into me if I don't take us a commercial break right this second. We'll be right back. We're going to talk more about everything when we come back. We'll be right back with more. Look at them bitches. Okay. Welcome back to TGIF. All right, y'all. Listen, uh, the inflation has been crazy. And although gas prices are starting to come down a bit, which they are, they're still higher than what they should be. So listen, I'm going to tell you about something that's really good that can help me save money and earn cash back. Now, some, you know, we'd be crying at the pump to getting you know, eye-popping checks at your favorite restaurant. Inflation is hitting all of us where it hurts, and it really hurts. That's why I started using this app called Upside. Upside is an incredible app for anyone that buys gas, groceries, or dines out, which is pretty much all of us. With every purchase, I'm earning cash back thanks to Upside. Now, you might think this sounds too good to be true, but listen, Upside is a no-brainer. In comparison to credit card rewards or loyalty programs, you can earn three times more cash back with Upside Now, Upside users are earning a whole bunch of money, more than a million dollars every week. That's probably why they have a 4.8 star rating on the App Store. Now, to get started, go ahead and download the free Upside app and use promo code TGIF to get $5 or more cash back on your first purchase of $10 or more. That's $5 or more cash back on your first purchase of $10 or more. Use promo code TGIF. Now, it tells you the gas stations where you can get cheaper gas, you get savings there, and then you also get cash back. And let me tell you something, I am here for it because I can spend more money on my on my, on my, my beverages. All right, y'all, go ahead and check it out. We're going to take a quick commercial break. We'll be back with more with Al and T.S. Madison right after this. 
Welcome back to TGIF. We have T.S. Madison sitting in for Funky Dineva as he's out in these streets. And we, of course, have Al Reynolds and uh, the chat, Soulmates. I'm looking, it's over 3,000 people watching right now, and we only have 425 likes. Thank you, Rodney Pryor. Y'all need to hit that like button if you want this to keep on going. Like, seriously, it, it takes nothing. It's free, and we need that. And while you're at it, submit your questions, because at the end of the show, we'll be taking fan questions. So whatever you've always wanted to know, like I want to know who the cle- if there's really a cleaning lady in Al's room or not. <laughs> and I want to know who T.S. Madison's dating right now. Uh, there's a whole well, bunch you, of You know what they want to know? They keep writing about this picture on my wall. And y'all the painting. Gonna, I'm going to let their ass have it in just a few minutes. So I'm just going to hold up and take <laughs> some sips of my cocktail and get Uh-oh. ready because I'm going to so, give you a history lesson. So the last five minutes of the show will be all dedicated to y'all's questions. So please get some good questions in. The producers will feed them to me. All right, y'all, let's get into this. During a uh, performance recently, Alicia Keys walked through a crowd with security by her side, but an overly excited fan grabbed and kissed her face. First, we had the woman who tried to grab Buster Rhymes during his concert. Now this. Are fans getting out of hand? Al, what do you think? And That woman almost kissed her in her mouth. Man, with COVID going on and monkeypox, I wish a fan might grab my face and lick on me. This is that that is just unacceptable. Her security need to do better or she needs to stop walking close to fans or something. I I, I didn't like that. I thought that was intrusive. Is there any way that she could possibly charge that lady for assault or something? That was disgusting. Man. That was disgusting. These days the times to be doing that. But Al, I'm surprised at your answer because you're like the one on the panel that's down with like the orgies and the group sex and the yeah, you're, but you're not, a physical person. I, I'm listen, I'm down for all that stuff, but not no, 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 not when it's not warranted, right? If it's something that I am, you know, trying to create, yes, but she just <laughs> minding her business, singing her song, and some woman gonna come out of the blue, grab her head and kiss her, and it's still COVID and monkeypox, get out of here with that. That's disgusting. It's very bold and very at these yeah. times, like the audacity. Uh, Madison, what do you think? Well, I'm with Al on this one too, you know, slightly. But I'm always out, and I, I love my my fan base. I love the Maddie Mob, and 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 I, you know, my security sometimes, or or my friends that I'm with sometimes, always snatching and grabbing me, like, girl, you can't be hugging all all them damn people, or trying to let them people kiss on you and all this stuff. I, you know, I, I I forget the times that we're in. You know, and it's just probably just what it was. You know, she didn't really mean no 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 harm by it. No, because I love my fans. I love, I love them. It happens. It just happened to me last night, and, you know, and the night before. Did they kiss you? One of them did kiss, kiss them back. Cheek. No, I didn't kiss them back. Now I did get kissed on the cheek. Now I, I do. I will. I will turn <laughs> all over to the side like this, you know. But I love. You, my but seriously, T.S., you saw how that woman grabbed her head. Yeah, she it like happened grabbed to me. Grabbed her head and pulled her in. You, yeah, it you, happened to you me. Wouldn't mind that. I do mind it, but I also understand it a bit. Like it happened to me in the at the taco lot at the taco place over here. Oh wow! It just okay. it just it, it happens to me all the time. Like you know, my fans like run to me and ah, is that like sometimes they'll they'll catch me up. I'm like oh shit, you know I'm like oh, but it happens. You know, I mean I'm not saying that the lady was right because she wasn't right because it is COVID and monkeypox and stuff like that. But it, it happens. Gotcha. I get both. I personally don't like people touching me. I don't even. My friends said I they I give them a hard time about even hugging me. I'm like not really like that unless I'm dating you. Or I'm with you, but um, I, 
I wouldn't like people touching me, but I do understand the fans' enthusiasm. But we in different times now, y'all. Like it's different times. Okay, Gerard Jones, the 14-year-old black veteran. I mean, sorry, the 14-year black veteran of the Rochester Fire Department in New York plans to sue the fire department in the city for four million dollars after being forced to attend a racist party in July. Jones alleged that Captain Jeffrey Cry took him and three other firefighters to a party at a mansion in an affluent Rochester neighborhood that ridiculed Juneteenth by displaying chick buckets of fried chicken and other racist images. Jones spoke at a press conference and explained why he's suing for the alleged racist incident. Take a look. In order for things to change, we have to do difficult things. And uh, one of those difficult things is, is speaking up against a department that you love. Al, what are your thoughts on the story? Let's go to you first. You know, I I, I, I can only be very proud of him because I'm sure this is this took a lot of courage. Um, we know that he's still on leave because he's afraid of the backlash. But let me tell you, this young man actually has a a, a good uh, legal standing to have because remember, firefighters aren't supposed to attend any partisan political events while on duty. So because he was forced to do that while he was on duty, gives him more than just the legal grounds of, 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 of suing for racial discrimination. It also gives uh, legal grounds for them making him break the rules of being a firefighter. So good luck. I hope he gets that, that four million. I think one is in comp compensatory. Dang, I just butchered that. And three million for emotional distress. So good luck and uh, way to stand up for what you believe in. That's right. Okay. Madison? You know, I can't say the P word on here, but you want to play P games, you get P prizes, okay? And uh, he just showed them, he turned all their white privilege around right in their faces. I ain't even going to act up. I ain't going to act crazy or nothing. I'm going to sit right here at this party. I'm going to let y'all pull these buckets, bucket of chicken and watermelon out in front of me. And then I'm going down there to my white attorney. And I'm going to tell him to turn up on y'all. <laughs> I'm going to have my video camera in here doing all this stuff for evidence, and I'm going to let them turn right on up on y'all. Thank you for thinking of your children. Boom. Um, Why are white people just wiling out and just letting it really shine through? I mean, part of me is like, were we naive? Were they just always like this and just hiding it? Or I know Trump is a big part of Bolden and, and Sarah Palin as well, because she kicked it off. But like, Trump. people are really like, they really being bold with it on camera, not giving a FEC cut. Yeah, but Trump did that, you know, and because Trump I think it's, I think we're just hearing about it more. This has been going on for yeah. a very long time. I just think we're just we're just putting them on blast now with social media and camera phones and and all of that stuff. And I'm glad. I'm glad. Yeah, Trump has clearly played a role in them being less, um, you know, afraid of getting in trouble for doing stuff like this. But look, run that man his four million dollars. Y'all screwed up and turn the page. Black people, when you get violated, don't don't fight them. Don't go off. Don't get instant gratification. Get you a lawyer. Get them legally and monetarily punish them and also get life insurance. That's my advice to y'all. Get life. We should all have life insurance. We will. We will. man got to get life insurance now, Claudia. Huh? He got, he got $4 million coming on the way. Why he got to get life insurance now? 
get more out of the system. That's right. This is when he should get. Whenever your whenever your net worth increases, Madison, you are supposed to match that with the amount of life insurance that you have, just in case something happens, your family will be taken care of. Also, you can borrow against it. You can borrow against it. Huh? What you say? I'm loaded with life insurance. Loaded. Okay. I've been I've been loaded with life insurance for a long time. I'm a transsexual, honey. I ain't know who was gonna get me one day. And I, <laughs> and I ain't need them put me away in no damn suit. And I got a life insurance. I got an attorney that's that that handles all of my stuff after I'm postmortem. They've they've already <laughs> been instructed. If you lay me down in a suit, honey, somebody getting sued, okay? You gotta apply to Maddie. Oh, you gotta apply. You gotta apply. Yeah, I handled that back in the day. Handle. So if you see anybody with a GoFundMe after I pass, honey, it's a it's a it's false. It's a lie. It's I saw an Instagram video about this. This girl said they would think differently about how quickly they are to, to take out Black lives if they knew every time that one of us got taken out, that was the insurance company had to pay a million dollars to a family, Black family. Imagine all that Black wealth we'd have. All right, y'all, it's a whole nother conversation for a whole nother day. We're going to take a quick commercial break. We'll be back with more. And make sure you put your questions in the chat. The last five minutes of the show will be dedicated to answering your questions for the most part, we'll be right back. Welcome back to TGIF. Make sure you get those questions in the chat so we can go ahead and answer them in the last five minutes. And y'all know I only got one thing I don't want you to ask me, but everything else is I'll answer personal questions. Use your goddamn imagination. I'm not just about one thing. Anyways, here's some news for all the hookah lovers out there, people. A nurse is warning uh, people about the possibility of catching herpes from sharing unclean hookahs with others. Take a look. In an area where I work, there has been an outbreak of oral herpes from sharing hookah devices. We're seeing oral lesions on the lips, within the mouth, um, descending down the throat. I like hookah. First of all, I can't get out of my face. Hold on. Um, why y'all not changing out the tip? Why y'all sharing the same tip? What, what, what's going? What's happening? What y'all think about this? Now, you know damn well you ain't supposed to be putting your mouth on nothing and nobody else done put their mouth on. Why in the hell would you let somebody take? This is why I don't do threesomes. <laughs> this is exactly why I don't do threesomes and stuff right now. I don't know what's in your mouth and I don't want you taking what's in your mouth and putting it on mine. Now, you know damn well you ain't got no business taking something out of the, out of the mouth of somebody, some strange over here and putting it in yours. You need a nurse to tell you that? <laughs> You do know that America is 70% or uh, 87%. I don't know the percent. I'm just talking. It's, 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 you know, got herpes going on already. The simplex one is the, is, the, is the one up here. And simplex two is the one you get in the genitals. And you know, simplex one can cause you to have simplex two. So if you if you you blowing your hookah and the hookah done dust done got off in your brain and you looking at that person next to you, you got simplex one on your lips. What the hell you think? How the hell you think you ain't gonna get simplex two down there, honey? If you, if, if this is going on, Father God, signs with Maddie. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just confused. I need I need to know where this breakout is occurring. Is it in Atlanta? Like where is she? Where does she work? I I need to know more information because I mean I'm like you, Claudia. I mean I I get tips. You get like five or six tips that you can use your own tips. Why why do you need to share a tip to the point where it's an outbreak? That's that's crazy. And the other thing is this: there are worse things that that occur from just I mean from hookah, and it's more than just an oral infection. Hookahs cause liver bladder lung cancer 
like and heart disease what you need to be worrying about that if you're an avid hookah user instead of herpes sorry ah uh, i love a good hookah though well, uh, so do opioids, I mean, everybody it, still popping opioids down here so you know opioids cause all that man. stuff too opioids and hookahs gives the herpes <laughs> They say 25% of New York got it, and that's the ones that admit it. Got herpes or got hookah? I mean, what, what am I talking about? Herpes, hookah. Hookah, herpes. Hookah, I don't know. Herpes. 25% of them. I think it's more. Okay. Mm. You know what? I don't want none of it. That's weird. You know what? Let's cut out early and get to the questions, shall we? First of all, this is our question. Uh, our question segment. Is, is there anything y'all want to ask each other? We want to ask each other. Al, was it? Do you have? Do you have company over there? No, no. Was it really no. the cleaning lady? Because people are asking about your dating life in the chat. I just want you to know. <laughs> Claudia, don't start and let you talk you about your dating life. My dating life is fantastic. <laughs> well, listen, Al, are you still bisexual? Uh, <laughs> yeah, what is it bisexual or bisexual? You know, you can be on two sides. <laughs> you know, because I tell everybody in my lifestyle that I'm a, in my life, in my lifestyle, which means not this, but my lifestyle, you know, lifestyle means the way you live, the way you, you know, in my lifestyle, I'm a mattress, honey. I flips over. Oh. You wear one side out, you flip the other side over, honey, you can use the other side. So, you know, it's called, you know, mattress. Maddie, I have a question for you. Uh, you seem beloved by pretty much everybody except the one that hates us both, right? Mm -hmm. If they bring, bring, back, bring back celebrity deathmatch, this is to both of y'all. Who is the person y'all would want to fight in celebrity deathmatch? Oh, I ain't fighting nobody. I'm not going to be like that black man, uh, like them white people did to that black man and get myself tied up in that, that shit. You finna have me getting sued by nobody because mm -hmm. that bitch will put her hands down. I ain't finna fight no woman anyway. You know, okay. Nah. All right, Al, how about you? Who would you fight? I don't think I, I don't, nah, who would I fight? I don't think I would want to, I don't, I don't, I don't hate anybody. I don't dislike anybody. I don't, I can't think of anybody to fight. Do you sword fight, Al? Sword oh, fight. the fuck is that? Do you sword fight, do you joust, Al? Jousted. What is jousted? Like fencing, but do your joust? <laughs> Inquiry man wants to know. I don't even know what that is, but okay, that, yeah. Does that mean like sexually when you? What? I don't know. You know, it could be sexually. It could be you know physically. It could be emotionally. Do your joust? <laughs> <laughs> okay, yeah. I guess I joust. What the hell? Ooh. Okay, let me go ahead and ask some of the questions from the chat because they're like y'all ain't asking. Why are people the questions that we got? Okay, Tiffany Bo says, Claudia, why does Akaya like you? I don't know. But I have a lot of people that have one side of beefs with that I've never even met before. I've never, she's made a video about me. And then once once I hear that, I'm, I'm like Cardi B, it's like on forever. I say something back and then it's, you know, it's back and forth. But she's miserable. I mean, you know. Okay, uh, this is for, uh, Maddie. Shania Pope says, uh, T.S. Madison, is the Queen Supreme Court coming back? Uh. You know, Daniva and I talked about it actually two days ago. We talked about like, you know, us getting back and doing some things. I've been very busy, like my acting career, my my career is just everywhere. So like, I don't really have a lot of time. I spend as much time as I can with my, with my, with the Maddie mob, like doing my morning show and stuff like that. And, and I, I want uh, to, um, the turn that with T.S. Madison to come back and stuff like that. But it's, it has to work around my, 
My yeah. schedule, I'm like very busy. I yes, have something very, 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 very big that's uh, that's on the horizon. I'll be calling you. How big? How big is it? I know it's big, but how big is it? You say how big, Al? It's big, Al. I've seen it. I mean, Al, you say how big? <laughs> you tell me. Uh, <laughs> I have a big you can think of it. That's how big it is. I ain't talking about that. I'm talking about this oh. coming down the pipe. Well, down the, pipe. down the pipe is big. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Al, we got a question for you from Damon. Damon says, okay. Al, what's your favorite position? Ooh, my favorite position. All of them, shit. I like them all. But if I if I'm if I'm in love, I like to stare into the eyes of the person that I'm having sex with. So I'm gonna say missionary. Oh my god, that's my favorite position. Oh, oh, Look so I, you know what? There was a question about that. Let me go ahead and find this. Um, yeah, you like missionary? <laughs> yup. You a stud, Al. <laughs> what the hell? Here you go. Is you a dagger? Um, Do you? Uh, Kava Lisa says, Miss Kitty says, Al, would Al date T.S. Madison? Um, would I date T.S. Madison? I ain't dating anyway. Now, you could, the question is, would Al fuck T.S. Madison? That's <laughs> <laughs> Shit. Ask the real question. Yeah. Oh gosh, y'all are doing too much. When I date TS, honey, he married Star Jones. <laughs> <laughs> uh, let's keep this clean, please. <laughs> too late for that. We don't talk about Maddie, Maddie, Maddie's beautiful. Like I think she's, I think she's really beautiful. I mean, I don't know if she can handle me though. See. Listen, I, I can already tell she 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 got this little jealous part of her, and you know I might drive her crazy. Hell, I ain't sharing no hookahs. Claudia MJ says, Claudia, what's the name of the eye procedure you had? Uh, it's called uh, lace um, clear lens replacement surgery. Paragon Eye Facility down here in Texas. They replace the lens. It's like cataract surgery. Um, what else? What else? I want to do that actually. It's really good. Christopher Live Love Livy says, Maddie, what type of guy or partner is good for Claudia to settle down with? Hilarious. <laughs> um, I think that Claudia needs a thug one good time. She ain't had a thug. She she go, Claudia goes after those uh, uh Pentecostal men. She needs a thug. <laughs> <laughs> what I think Claudia Claudia that ain't think... true. Nah, yeah. That ain't true. That ain't true. I, I don't have someone that was off on probation before. <laughs> I thought he was a football player. Then I Googled him and it was like he was involved in a big heroin bust in Atlantic City. I was like, damn. Isn't this the one that stole your car? Oh, that's somebody else. We'll have to get to oh, all that next time Madison is here because okay. we had a great time. Thank you so much for joining us on the show tonight, Madison. And the reason why this picture hanging on my wall, they hung us. So now I'm hanging them. And oh they my God. Up when I get ready to sell this. Okay. Uh, I want to thank Al Reynolds and T.S. Madison for filling in for Funky Daddy. Yes, it was Watch a pleasure it. working with you tonight. I love Stay you. I love you. I love you guys. Stay tuned for the house. And Maddie, I'm going to be calling you about uh, finding about how big it really is. I know it's big. <laughs> how big it really is. Call me, Al. 